Hey, we're back with another episode of Brick House. I'm Bob Johnson. And I'm Matt Baker. Bob, if everyone wants to find us on the internet, they can go to BrickHousePodcast.com and email us through there. I'm at Hey, it's Matt Baker. The podcast is at BrickHousePod. We're about halfway through the regular <laughs> yeah. NBA season, which means we're going to pause for your halftime show. Oh, nice. Presented by BrickHouse. Sweet. This week, the halftime show is in the form of a quiz. 50 questions, big ones, Mm -hmm. such categories as conspiracies, team leaders, Mm -hmm. entrepreneurs, flaming bags of dog poo, and the human response. (laughs) No, not that one. White boys and halftime shows. A halftime show about halftime shows? It's a halftime, yeah, it's very meta, very meta quiz. That'll be the final category. Directed by Christopher Nolan. Yes. Let's hit the game show theme song music, shall we? Yeah. And now here's the host of your Brickhouse Game Show, Bob Johnson and Matt Baker. Our first category is one that I'm probably the most excited about, so let's just go right into it. No, mm-hmm. uh, no preamble. Conspiracy. Sweet. For this quiz, we have two multiple choice questions per category, two true-false, and then one dealer's choice, which is mm-hmm. come as you may. Any kind of question. So I'll go ahead and read the first multiple choice question, Matt. Okay. This first one comes from the year 2013. Okay. Okay. Keith Kloss and Pooh Jeter got into a Twitter conversation about what? Your uh, your answers. A, an underground government facility under the Denver airport. Okay. B, internment camps in Missouri built to house Americans. C, how the government won't reveal the cure for cancer so they can keep the cancer research money. Or D, how fluoridation of water is a communist plot. Oh, man, those are all so good. <laughs> and I believe all of them. I don't know what to <laughs> what to go with. I will say Missouri and internment camps. Oh, close, but the correct answer was how the government won't reveal the cure for cancer oh. so they can keep the cancer research money. That's a big one. The exchange on Twitter went a little something like this. Pooh Jeter started it off. These guys are both former L.A. Clippers, I believe. Pooh Jeter said, I can't believe they still haven't found a cure for cancer. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Three exclamation points. Mm-hmm. This is when Keith Kloss got at Pooh Jeter. He said, at Pooh Jeter, there is a cure. Our gov... Just won't give it to us because it'll take away from their funding. Pujita wrote back, that is sick, bro. <laughs> Kloss said, bro, they have cures to most, th- most things, but ain't coming off them. Wifey's a scientist. It disgusts her. Our gov ain't shit. Mm. Kloss continued, why do you think Kobe went to Germany for his knee? Other countries curing folk. While- knee cancer? <laughs> what? <laughs> Other countries curing folk while ours needlessly die as guinea pigs. Tragic. Pooh Jeter again, that is sick, bro. <laughs> is that a, like a <laughs> stock response for Pooh Jeter's Twitter? The last, the last thing. I think eventually they got on the phone because Kloss wrote back one last time. If you home, DM your number. I'll call tomorrow so wifey can tell you herself. You'll be surprised as hell, bro. They're going to really break this thing <laughs> wide open. We need to talk to Keith Kloss's wife. Can we get her on the show? Yeah. Well, you didn't get that question right, but I feel like the listeners, they got something out of it regardless. I'm just a pawn for big cancer. That's why I didn't <laughs> want to call just, them out. Yeah. Bob, which of these foreign-born players might actually be from Uzbekistan? Okay. 
Okay. Not, not Yao Ming. I'll reveal why after. Okay. Nikola Jokic, Ursan Ilyasova, Kristaps Porzingis, Interesting. or Matthew Dellavedova. I'm going to rule out Delhi because okay. he that definitely might've... has Tasmanian devil <laughs> in his genes. Yeah. Jokic, Zinger, or uh, Miritich? No, no, Ilyasova. Ilyasova. I'm going to go with Ilyasova. That is correct. Okay. So since 2003, or as I called it last time, 2003. Uh-huh. There was a, it was a Turkish junior basketball championships. There's been some controversy to Ilyasova's age and national origin. The controversy is fueled by a claim that a man named Arsen Ilyasova, born in 1984 in Uzbekistan, entered Turkey as an 18-year-old in 2002 and was never heard from again. While in September of 2002, a man named Semsetin Bulat claimed to have forgotten to register the birth of his now 15-year-old son and did so as Ersan Il- Ilyasova, a Turkish citizen. So it went from Arsen Ilyasova to Ersan Ilyasova? And moved his age back three years. What country do they cl- does he claim to be from? Turkey. Okay. So while this controversy was brewing... Chad Ford openly referred to Ilyasova as the 17-year-old forward from Uzbekistan is widely considered the best prospect to ever come out of Turkey. Holy cow. Yeah, so we've got a we got a man after two questions our our listeners are pretty woke. We got <laughs> yeah. we got eight more just in the conspiracy <laughs> section yeah. alone. All right, next. Welcome to the first ever 3-hour episode. Tim Donahue. You, oh. you know Tim Donahue. I you, might have a question about him. <laughs> he was the ref who was caught giving information to the mob and also betting on games that yeah. he officiated. He was in the news again last month. Yeah. For what reason, Matt? A, attacking the father of his daughter's boyfriend with a hammer. Oh, man. B, tweeting a picture of himself betting on a horse named Iverson. C, starting an Italian restaurant and naming it Goodfellas. Or D, getting hired as a ref by the Long Island YMCA. I feel pretty good about the fake answers I wrote. Those are very good. <laughs> Getting hired as a ref by the YMCA. He attacked the father of his daughter's boyfriend with a hammer. Oh, that almost seemed too good to be true. <laughs> Actually, Donahue's lawyer told TMZ that his client thought his daughter was doing drugs with a friend and brought the hammer with him as protection. His daughter's friend's father then confronted him, and that's when Donahue threatened to use the hammer if the man came any closer. Donahue's lawyers claim that Donahue did not physically assault anyone. Okay. He did do 15 months in prison for betting on games that he officiated. Sure, but no assault. Totally trustworthy. Okay, I'll get to my Tim Donahue question. This is a true or false question. Okay. True or false, former NBA referee and in-game conspiracy theorist Tim Donahue is an allegedly trash human being who cost the Suns a playoff game. True. That's a true. (laughs) That's true, Bob. (laughs) I had to say allegedly trash for slander. Okay. Do we even process? Is slander even a thing here? Slander? Uh, no, it's just a quiz. This has nothing to do with our opinions. These oh, are yeah. questions written by listeners. <laughs> yeah. Blame the listeners. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Matt. This one, this one might uh, might be a little confusing if you listen to JJ Reddick's podcast this week. But I did. I, I'm going to ask you anyways. True or false? Yeah. The world is round. And dinosaur bones are not fake. I want to say false, but I'll say true, Bob. True is correct. True is correct. Let's say we're 99.99% sure. 
sure that it's true anyways. The headlines all around the sports world became J.J. Reddick not convinced dinosaurs existed. But he did preface the entire <laughs> statement by saying over and over again, I'm I, wrong. I know I'm wrong about yeah. this. I know I'm going to sound stupid. People are going to you know, take this out of context. Yeah, but that... I don't know why he just kept going after that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm wrong, and and let me <laughs> let me continue. But man, some of those dinosaur bones are giant. They're, it's crazy. To well, think. allegedly the dinosaurs were large. Yes, it's all it's all very crazy in my opinion. Crazy, okay. Crazy, realistic. <laughs> the 1985 draft, the frozen envelope draft, gets okay. a lot of. It was a frozen envelope. <laughs> Dang it! I gave it away. <laughs> No, so the big prize was Patrick Ewing, the frozen envelope, all that, or the slanted corner, whatever you want to believe. Mm -hmm. Bob, who was the second pick in the 1985 oh, NBA draft? I knew you were going to ask that. Did you know? <laughs> I, I'll give you some I was a multiple choice? Yeah, multiple oh, choice. okay. Chris Mullen. Okay. Charles Oakley. Uh-huh. Wayman Tisdale. Uh -huh. Xavier McDaniel. Man, Oakley, McDaniel, Tisdale. Who was the last one? Chris Mullen. I don't think it was Mullen. That would have been too high. I don't think it was. I think it was X. Wait, it was Wayman Tisdale. Tisdale. Yeah. Okay. He's an excellent uh, bass player. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, he has, he has passed away. But in his time, he was. True or false, Matt? Wayman Tisdale is dead? True. Sorry. <laughs> Shaq said that the earth has to be flat because there's no way China is under Atlanta. True. True is the correct answer. Yeah, <laughs> the quote from Shaquille O'Neal. Quote, I drive from coast to coast, and this shit is flat to me. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, I drive, to I drive from Florida to California all the time, and it's yeah. flat to me. I do not go up and down at a 360-degree angle and all that stuff about gravity. Have you looked outside Atlanta lately and seen all those buildings? You mean to tell me that China is under us? China is under us. It's not. The world is flat. Drops the mic after this. Yeah, <laughs> two well, to two in the conspiracy section. I guess he's right. China is not under us. You don't dig under Atlanta and find China. That's correct, Shaq. Very, very accurate. Oh man, you know Michael Jordan was suspended, secretly suspended for eighteen months from the NBA. Oh, uh huh. May probably the biggest sports conspiracy. Maybe it's up there. It's up there. True or false? The baseball team he went to play for was named. The Memphis Redbirds. That is false. It was the Birmingham Barons. Correct. Which were somehow like a minor league team of the Chicago White Sox, right? Right. I'm always fascinated where these lower these lower tier minor league teams are located in comparison to where the major league team is. It's a farm system. You yeah. gotta go somewhere where there's farms. Oh, that's, that's that's why they call it a farm. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Okay, this is my dealer's choice question, Matt. Okay. Simple one. What killed the dinosaurs? Wow. The common coffin cold, Bob. No. Uh, wasn't like supposed to supposedly like a meteor hit the earth and crushed them all? Or I was, was going to accept meteor, volcanoes, ice age, anything that acknowledged that dinosaurs existed. Oh, okay. So you, go, you are correct, sir. <laughs> I guess even common coffin cold would acknowledge their existence. I would have I would have taken it. Who does conspiracy NBA just, you know, every just it, Reddit, all the message boards, just Conspiracy NBA, lumping them all together. Okay. Who does Conspiracy NBA think is LeBron's father? Jimmy Walker, Wilt Chamberlain, Nate Thurman, Casey Jones. 
I've heard some of this these rumors before. I'm going to say Casey Jones. It is Nate Thurman. Nate Thurman. Oh, it was between those two for me. Nate Thurman unfortunately passed away in 2016, but he played for the Cavs in the late 70s and was around Cleveland at the same uh-huh. time. So there's a huge conspiracy going on. You know, every NBA player played in Cleveland every year. You have a point. <laughs> That's why they pay you the big bucks. Well, we are tied after one round. Three to three. Wow. Conspiracies. That brings us to our next category, Matt. Time for a little more music. (laughs) Team leaders is the next category. How about you lead us off on this one? I'll be the team leader on this. Yeah, please. Clippers points per game leader, Lou Williams declared for the draft out of high school. But which college did he originally commit to? Oh, jeez. Tennessee. Okay. Memphis. Georgia. LSU. Man, I'm going to say Memphis. Oh, Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of where Calipari was at the time. Oh, that's a good, that's good. Yeah, he would have been in Memphis at that time, so. Okay, Matt. Who leads the Minnesota Timberwolves in minutes played this year? Oh, wow. Jimmy Butler, Andrew Wiggins, Carl Anthony Towns, or Cole Aldrich? Man, I really hope it's Cole Aldrich. But I will say Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler is correct. Sweet. In fact, all of the Minnesota starters average over 33 minutes a game. Uh, Wait, you mean Tom Thibodeau's running his guys to death out there? That's right. He doesn't have much faith in the bench. (laughs) Yeah. Butler averages 36.9 minutes with Wiggins 36.3 and Towns at 35.6. So it's pretty much pretty much all the same minutes. It's a lot of minutes. Good job first on the board in the team leader category, Matt. True or false, the Suns lead the Western Conference in total rebounds. I say true. That is true. All right. Just crazy enough to be true. Anytime there's a favorable Suns thing, it's got to be true. Who leads the Utah Jazz in points per game? Oh, wow. Derek Favors, Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, or Rodney Hood? Rodney Hood? Donovan Mitchell. Okay. Rookie point guard, averaging 18.8 points on 9.4 shots per game. Whoa. How many times is he getting to the free throw line? Don't have that information in front of me, but I imagine it's uh, significant. I'll effort that. Hood is second on uh, Utah's scoring leader, 16.5. Favors averages 12.3. Ricky Rubio leads the team in new tattoos. Someone has to. He only gets to the free throw line three times a game. He shoots 6.5 three-pointers a game, so that helps. He's a good shooter. How many teams average under 100 points per game this season? Wow. Six, four, two, or zero? I'm going to say four. It's two, Bob. Wow. Only two teams average under 100 points. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Who are those teams? Minis- or, uh, Memphis and uh, Indiana? Memphis and Sacramento. Sacramento. Wow. Man, they suck. Indiana averages 107 points per game. Okay. Still one-to-one. There are only two teams that have given up less than 100 points per game this season, and it's the Spurs and the Celtics. That makes sense. Okay. Lots of scoring. True or false, Matt? Ben Simmons leads the 76ers in assists and steals per game. Oh, man, I'll say true on that. True is correct. 
7.3 assists, 1.9 steals to go with his 17 points and 8 rebounds. You know what's almost even more impressive than that? This season so far, Joel Embiid plays one more game, and he'll have doubled the amount of games he played in his entire career before that. He played 31 games in his first three seasons. As of Friday when I wrote this question, he had only played in 30. So one more, he doubles the amount of uh, of games played. Crazy. He does have incentives in his contract oh, yeah? to uh, you know to play to play. Yeah. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> Correct answer. Good job. This is called more or less. Okay, more or less. So here's the question. Okay, okay. does Lonzo Ball currently have more or less triple doubles by this date in his rookie year than the following players? So, okay. By this point, by this date in their rookie year, uh-huh. does Lonzo have more triple doubles? Or I'm going to give you a few players. Do you understand the question? Yeah. Jason Kidd, does Lonzo Ball at this point in his career have more or less triple doubles? I'm going to say less than Kidd. He has more. Ah. Uh. So Kidd had zero, but finished with four. So at okay. this point, he had none, and he closed out the year with four. Okay. Russell Westbrook. I'm going to say he has. More. He does have more. He Westbrook had zero at this point and had one his rookie year. Uh-huh. Oscar Robertson. Less. Way less. Okay. I didn't even <laughs> I didn't even look at the numbers. Oscar was just firing out of the gates with every triple double known to man. Magic Johnson. I think he had less than Magic. He did. Magic had three at this point and finished with I think seven or eight. Wow. So I think so you Lonzo's got it. So has got two so far? He has two so far. Okay. So I got, he, what, three out of four on that one? I think that qualifies as a win. I'll give three-quarter point. James Johnson leads the Miami Heat in mixed martial arts victories. <laughs> oh, is that true or false? That's a true or false That's question. true. True is correct. <laughs> okay. Johnson is an 8-0 career MMA record. 8-0? Did you know his mother, his father, and his eight siblings are all black belts? What? His nickname is Bloodsport. Okay. And this week, he punched Serge Ibaka in the face. That's got to hurt. So he's 9-0. and 9-0 in MMA battles. Suspended. The first thing I looked up on that, the first headline was, Suspended Serge Ibaka offers apology for throwing punches with James Johnson. I would, too. You didn't hear any apology from James Johnson, though, did you? I... I apologize for my face being in the same area as your fist, Mr. Black Belt. Man. It really hurt. True or false, LeBron has only led the NBA in points per game in a season once in his career. Hmm. I think that's true. It is true. That was 07 08. Uh, was that your last question that for was me? That my last one. Okay, so you can take the lead with this one. It's dealer's choice, so you just got to know it. Who leads the Miami Heat in scoring this season? Oh, wow. They actually have eight players that average double digits. Crazy. Is it our boy Dion Waiters? Goran Dragic. 17 points per game. He was my first thought, but I thought, you know, if I could mix in a Dion Waiters. That's okay. It keeps us keeps us close depending on how you score i mean you're either one quarter point ahead of me (laughs) or we're tied but it takes us to our next category which i'm excited about it's entrepreneurs this is about the money that players make off the court i'll ask the first one on this kobe bryant has a new show coming to espn matt i don't know if you've heard about this i have not it's called detail 
what is this show about? I have, couldn't even is it about, a guess. <laughs> is it about the craft of puppeteering? Mm-hmm. Investing for beginners? Basketball? Or how body armor drinks make you more focused? I hope it's about basketball, but it, there's no chance it's about basketball. <laughs> that's not what Kobe does. I think it's probably investing. Oh, it's about basketball. Oh, man. <laughs> Where he's going to analyze film and show how players get better. Okay. This that's... Is, I thought this had your name all over it. You're like, this is all Kobe does is he's just like, hey, I'm Kobe. Let, listen to me talk about basketball. <laughs> yeah, but that could work for investing or puppet <laughs> making puppets. You, yeah. you know me from basketball. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Watch me sew and Oscar the Grouch. Yeah. That's actually a useful show that I would think about watching, <laughs> honestly, as opposed to, like, whatever. We should write a letter to Kobe. True or false, Vinny, the microwave Johnson, former mm. Piston, mm -hmm. retired and went on to own a microwave company. Hmm. False. That is false. <laughs> okay. he, does, he does own a company called the Piston Group, which okay. builds world-class assemblies for America's top manufacturer, manufacturers and provides unparalleled process engineering capabilities. Now, Bob, I know that's a sentence <laughs> filled with words I know. I couldn't tell you what that means. Not microwaves. No, but he does build world-class assemblies for America's top manufacturers and provides unparalleled process engineering capabilities. He's an SOP man. I'm Vinny the Microwave Johnson, and you can take that to the bank. True or false, Matt? Mark Cuban nicknamed Karan Butler BK because he owns multiple Burger King franchises. Oh, yeah, that's true. That is true. Yes. As apparently, Karan Butler got his first job at Burger King when he was 15 years old to support his first child. Got to work all areas of the business. Now he owns multiple Burger Kings. I think he awesome. gets free fries, too. So that's oh, I would hook. I've always been a Karan Butler fan. I've always liked his... Making a movie with Mark Wahlberg. Is he? Yeah, about his book, Tough Juice. Oh, man. I'm in. Good answer. I'll go the same, along the same lines with franchises. Okay. Former Buck and Clipper, Junior Bridgman. Okay. Have you heard of him? Uh, now I have. Yeah, he makes brief appearances in the Clippers curse. For I'll explain why after. Okay, okay. Former Buck and Clipper Junior Bridgman has an estimated net worth of somewhere between four hundred and six million dollars, which is true, because he owns over a hundred each of which two franchises? This is multiple choice: Applebee's and Pizza Hut, Buffalo Wild Wings and Domino's, Wendy's and Chili's, Carl's Jr. and Subway. Wendy's and Chili's. That is correct. The most I could find that he made was three hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. Yeah, he was he was a bench player. So he would he slowly kind of bought into these franchises, and he amassed, I think, 190 Wendy's and 120 Chili's. Yeah, I read uh, actually a little bit about him while I was doing research for this oh, section. I thought you said you didn't know about him. <laughs> no, it all came back to me. Oh, okay. In fact, he taught uh, Chauncey Billups a lot of what he learned, yeah. and now Chauncey Billups owns over 30 Wendy's. That's pretty awesome. Or so, he sold him his Wendy's, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. That a boy. <laughs> so the fun facts about Junior Bridgman are he was, he was drafted by the Lakers and traded to the Bucks in the Kareem trade, oh. the Lou Alcindor trade. Then he was on the Bucks and he was involved in that disastrous, one of the many disastrous Clippers trades. But that trade where the Clippers traded Terry Cummings, Craig Hodges, and Ricky Pierce. All right. For Marcus Johnson. And 
Junior Bridgman. So good. He is involved in two franchise changing trades. Speaking of Clippers, Blake Griffin has a new project this year, Matt. What is it? Is it getting through the playoffs without getting injured? Acting in a movie directed by Whitney Cummings? Announcing the downhill skiing competition at the Winter Olympics? Or knitting DeAndre Jordan a sweater for the next city he plays in, which would inevitably be colder than L.A.? I think all those are true, but I will say the Whitney Cummings one. That's correct. Yeah. Movies based on the book of the same title, The Female Brain. Hmm. The main thesis of the book is that women's behavior is different from that of men due in large part to hormonal differences. Sounds like uh, real real comedy, I guess. <laughs> Neil Brennan is one of the writers. Okay. Him and Whitney Cummings. Neil Brennan was the co- co-creator of The Chappelle Show. And yes, if the Clippers make the playoffs, Blake Griffin will be leaving early with an injury. Yeah, to film the lady, what is it called? The female brain. The female brain. And the trailer is actually half Blake Griffin, and he's the funniest part I'll of the trailer. Wa- I'll have to watch it. This is a Baker family history question, also multiple choice, about entrepreneurs. Nothing In, to do with the NBA. Baker no, family. no, well, it does. Okay. In 2007, myself, brother Adam, and friend of the show, Casey, were in Sacramento with no car. And we were hungry, Bob. Okay. <laughs> we had to figure out how to get to food. <laughs> to Wendy's? You called Chauncey Billups? Yeah. After walking for what seemed about two and a half to three hours, what former King's restaurant did we end up at? Mitch Richmond's, Chris Weber's, Bimbo Cole's, or Doug Christie? Man, I hope it was Doug Christie. I think it was uh, Mitch Richmond's. Uh, oh, it was Chris Weber's. Chris Weber's. Damn. Center Court, what it was called. <laughs> Should have known. It was actually, it was not a bad, it's, not, it's closed down, but mm. it was a fun sports bar. They had tables with a bunch of pictures of nba players and we shared a meal with the george washington basketball team they were in a, another room but we were oh cool we were there we were there george for the, washington is that like the washington generals yeah lose to the globetrotters <laughs> yeah we were there to watch the ncaa tournament so we were hanging out with all the boys chris weber's oh back to some uh some franchises for you jamal mashburn owns 30 outback true or false Owns 30 Outback Steakhouses and 40 Papa John's. That seems true. True is correct. Yeah. He said, unlike many of his colleagues in the NBA, Jamal Mashburn has admitted that he was always thinking about his post-playing career, likening his tenure in the league as, quote, a means to an end. Mashburn claims that when he'd ride trains in his native New York City as a child, he always wondered what was an adult's briefcases and inspired an early business interest in him. Now, over 30 Outback Steakhouses and 40-plus Papa John's, and as well as assets in automotive, real estate, and horse racing industries. Now he's the guy carrying the briefcase, Matt. That's right. Like a young boy, he wondered what's in a briefcase, so he went and made a quick $75 million <laughs> and bought a few briefcases of his own. This is not an NBA, but I had to work in our future leader of the world, Jeff Bezos. Okay. Just to appease our future leader of existence. Amazon Fuhrer. What is the name of Jeff Bezos's rocket company? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> is this multiple choice or no? Yeah. Okay. Rocket Prime, uh-huh. Blue Origin, two-day shipping, or lightning bolt? Yeah, if you have a Prime account on the moon, I wonder if you'd still get it in two days. Oh, you better. Blue Origin, Lightning Bolt, Rocket Prime. I'm going to say Blue Origin. Blue Origin is correct. Got to enter in that space race or whatever. I just like the idea of a rocket company. 
All right, Matt. No safety net of multiple choice on this one. Oh, man. What's the name of the business Kobe Bryant founded in 2014? I have no idea. Uh, Don't overthink it. Kobe? Kobe Incorporated. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Great. One more for me to take the lead if I can get it. Yeah. Okay. Okay, here. I'll go with your the no safety net of the multiple choice. Okay. In July 2015, eBay bought which Golden State Warriors players' secondhand clothing store called Twice? Can you repeat the question? You want multiple choice? No, no, no. In July of 2015, eBay bought which Golden State Warrior players' secondhand clothing store called Twice? I'm going to say Andre Iguodala. Oh, that's correct. Yeah, he's a smart investor. Did you did you know that? I didn't, but I just know he, he moved to Golden State and took a little less money because he wanted to get involved in investment. That Bob, give yourself that extra quarter, quarter point, point okay. there for that, <laughs> that great guess. I'll take it. Matt, we, uh, we've reached the next section mm-hmm. in our quiz. Two sections to go. This one's called White Boys. Okay. Let our audience guess what this uh, category is about. So you get the first question on this one. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you get to ask it. Who has more all-star votes as of this question? Okay. As of me writing this question. Who has more all-star bo- votes leading the white boy vote? Okay. Manu Ginobili or Kristaps Porzingis? Oh, it's got to be Kristaps. Manu. Really? 657,000 to Chris Stapp's 640,000. Wow. That is surprising. Okay. Okay. Here's your first question. Who has the most career ejections? Oh, wow. Your choice is Chris Birdman Anderson, Bill Lambeer, John Stockton, or Nick Collison? Lambeer? This may be the most shocking thing. Stockton. I, I learned while making my quiz questions. No, neither of those. Do you have a third guess? Collison? I don't know. Collison is the correct Wait, answer. Wait, really? So of those four guys that I that I read to you, Nick Collison is the only one to ever be ejected from a game. Bill Lambeer never got ejected. Bill Lambeer has, was not only never ejected from a game, he never had a flagrant foul. Wow. You know how the announcers talk about the 80s being a lot different than today's game? They're not bullshitting, apparently. Lambeer had 121 career technicals, including 21 in the 89-90 season. All in different games. Never got ejected and never got a flagrant foul. Uh, I was was surprised that same with, uh, with John Stockton. Never ejected from a game, never had a flagrant foul. I mean, he's not... He's more of the underground you know dirty player was sure. bill lambeer was one of the most the obviously <laughs> yes he was so the, surprised by that bill lambeer was the skyscraper of dirty players yeah. opposed to the underground metro of okay so nick collison won that category he was ejected once and he has nine career flagrant fouls so birdman anderson was never ejected never ejected either. Either. that's insane yeah true or false Ten white boys lead their franchises in points scored. All th- okay, sorry, all time. All time. All time. Ten different white guys lead the franchises in points scored. This this is including when there was no black guys on the teams? 
So this is like all-time points ever scored for a franchise. Oh. Hmm. So, sorry. I'll say true. It's false. Only four. Only four. Okay. John Havlicek for the Celtics, Brooke Lopez for Brooklyn, Dirk for the Mavericks, and Mark Gasol for the Grizzlies. Okay. Makes sense. Maybe in 1971. Yeah, if we were, this was 50 (laughs) years ago, that would have a different answer. Okay, Matt. True or false? Milos Teodosic has played in half the Clippers games so far this season. Did he even play in half a game? (laughs) That's false. False is correct. He played in 14 games so far. DeAndre Jordan, he was the only Clipper who had played all four, all games so far this season, except yesterday. Nice. Just saw he missed his first game ever for, for injury in his career, DeAndre. But point for you. True or false, Nikola Jokic and Nikola Vukovic have scored the most points for a white player and for a Nikola this season. <laughs> huh. They have this. I guess that's true. That is true. They both scored forty-one points. Okay, which leads white players. Bonus points. Can you name the four Nicolas that have played in the that played in the NBA over the past decade? Well, Miritich, yeah, Jokic, yeah, Vucevic, and Nikola. Uh, I don't. Who's the fourth Nikola? Pekovic. Peck. Uh, yeah, he was the guy that I was surprised too. Are the T Wolves still paying that guy? I don't know. They signed him, and he immediately shredded his foot. So, All right, so this question is in the white boys section because it happened to a Utah Jazz player. I'm aware that Rodney Hood is not white, but, you know, it's a tough category for the NBA. <laughs> if you're in Utah, you're white. Rodney Hood was ejected from a game and fined $35,000 this week, Matt. Wow. What, what did he do? Was it for bumping the ref on his way off the court, cursing at a fan, wiping a booger on the scorer's table, or knocking a phone out of a fan's hand? Phone. He knocked a phone out of a fan's hand. $35,000 fine. So, I saw a lot of people on Reddit saying, like, that's that's 35 iPhone 10s. You can buy a ton for that. Yeah. Point. Baker. Who has the most technical fouls this season? Hmm. Della Vidova. Mark Gasol, Dirk, or Dario Saric? Della Vadova, Dirk, Mark Gasol. I think it's Mark Gasol. It is Mark Gasol with five. Wow. Yeah, Deli was one of those guys I was looking up for his career ejections. How he, many? He got ejected the other day. It was the first time in the regular season. Wow. We, we think we know so much. <laughs> okay, Matt. I expect you to know this one. True or false, after helping his college team, the Wichita State Shockers, reach the Final Four, Ron Baker celebrated by having dinner with actress Kirstie Alley. Oh, true or false? (laughs) False. It's true. Okay, I thought you were trying to sneak like a random, it would be another random actress there. No, it followed his freshman season. I guess Kirstie Alley is a Wichita, or she's from Wichita. I don't know if she went to the school there. Really? Yeah, they uh, they posed for a picture. Uh, having They had dinner together. Amazing. Ron Baker, man. He learned so much about a guy. 64-year-old actress. There are five white players in the top 25 all-time in points scored. Okay. Which of these is not one of them? Okay. So I'm going to give you six names, okay? Okay, okay. Can I write these down? Yeah, that's okay. fine. Dirk, Larry Bird, Rick Barry, Jerry West, Dan Issel, John Havlicek. 
think it's Larry Bird. It's Larry Bird, Bob. I tried to pull a fast one on you. Wow. Dan Issel's in the top 25, huh? Issel had a bunch of... this is So this is like NBA, ABA combined. Okay. So I think he had a bunch of ABA points, too. And Wow. I'm glad you said that stuff about Havlicek earlier. Yeah. Okay, Matt. <laughs> no point. multiple choice on this one. Uh, a couple years ago, Kurt Rambis made headlines for doing what on Twitter? Kurt Rambis made headlines for doing what on Twitter? Yeah, he was the New York Knicks coach at the time. He didn't. He didn't really realize that you can uh, see it's public, like what accounts you follow. Did he retweet dirty videos, Bob? He he liked a bunch of like porn accounts. Oh, nice! And followed one, including one called Great Ass Daily. Okay. And then you know it wouldn't have really been a story, except the Knicks came out and said that his account was hacked. Sure. His account was hacked, and they liked pictures of butts. That's, <laughs> It's a conspiracy. I could have been in the conspiracy section, but always looking for some more white boy questions. <laughs> yeah. Matt, I think that brings us to our final category. I have a two-point lead now. Two-point lead, but you still have a chance to, do. to come back. There's a couple of Baker family history okay. in here for this, halftime shows. This, oh, by the way, the name of this category is halftime shows. Halftime shows. This is the halftime of the NBA. This well, is... The, uh, the last category. Yeah. Maybe we should have made it in the middle. <laughs> they love it. That's what editing is for. <laughs> True or false, Adam Baker once won a layup free throw three-pointer halftime competition at NBA Summer League. Really? I'd say it's true. It is true. Wow. I actually have the video on my computer. I can show you after we record. I will insist on that. Yeah. Good job, Adam Baker. Matt, I know you uh, recall this like it was yesterday. Who was the musical act for the NBA All-Star Game halftime show last year? John Legend. Oh, okay. I was going to give you multiple choice. Okay. You didn't even need it. You do remember like it was yesterday. (laughs) My next question is, who has performed the most NBA All-Star Game halftime shows since 2000? John Legend. John Legend's correct. (laughs) The other options were Alicia Keys, Harry Connick Jr., and Beyonce. Harry Connick Jr. has done two halftime shows since 2000. That's probably when David Stern was still picking the music. Okay, I picked him for basketball reasons. Team Ghost Riders describes what popular NBA halftime act? Dirt bike riders who hit a jump at the three-point line and dunk a ball. A unicyclist that flips bowls onto her head. A mascot that sets his head on fire and enters the arena on a motorcycle. Or monkeys that ride dogs. What was the name of it again? Team Ghost Riders. Monkeys that ride dogs. That is correct. I love it. (laughs) Also, highly recommend the video. (laughs) All right, Bob. Red Panda is who you're talking about that flips bulls onto her head. Yes. She's basically, so yeah, halftime show, the lady on a unicycle flipping bulls onto her head. It's very impressive. She has played basically every arena in America. Yeah. Like college, NBA, all of them. It's incredible. Multiple choice. How does she do it? Okay. Practices. Yeah. Practices six to seven hours a day for years perfecting her craft. Okay. Demonic possession. Possible. Magic. Yes. She actually doesn't exist, and the government planted images of her in our brains, or all of the above. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Hmm. 
I'm going to say all of the above. It is all of the above. Okay. Technically, it's practices six to seven hours a day for years perfecting your craft, but don't let that fool you. It's all of the above. Wow. Red Panda. She's a Chinese performer, too. I thought, I thought the name was uh, slightly questionable. <laughs> She's just, you know, reclaiming it, Bob. Okay. <laughs> True or false, Matt? The average pay for mascots in the NBA is about $100,000 a year. I'll say false. False. Some of the best can make six figures, but most make between twenty-five and $60,000 a year. And a point for you. Still alive. The mascots of the Nets, Knicks, Warriors, and Lakers all have something in common. What is it? Nets, Knicks, Warriors, and Lakers? Wait a minute. I don't think the Knicks or the Lakers have a mascot. Neither do the Warriors. And the Nets used to have the Brooklyn Knight, but none of them have mascots. That's right. They don't right. exist. <laughs> you did it. Did you know that our boy Stuff the Magic Dragon hmm. has won the past two Mascot of the Year awards? That doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah, he's a so, v- villainous man. He's, he's always out for himself, but it's good he's getting the recognition. This is a perfect halftime one. Mm-hmm. I was proud to find this. True or false, Gilbert Arenas once received child support paperwork during halftime of a game. Oh, that's got to be true. <laughs> that is true. That's so good. This is from a Deadspin article. I like the first sentence. It has nothing to do with child support, but just kind of puts it in perspective. Gilbert Arenas, who spends $5,000 a month to feed his pet sharks, was served <laughs> with child support and papers at halftime of the Magic Heat game Thursday night. <laughs> that's pretty awesome. Of all the days he didn't bring his gun to the locker room. Yeah. Last question for me. It's another, we'll end on another Baker family history question. True or false? I once played in the youth sports 10 players chase one ball around and get cheered by the crowd halftime show. True? That's false. (laughs) I don't know why I included that. Wishful thinking. Yeah. I just like the idea of that the kids just run around chasing one ball and there's no real rules, but they get cheered. Okay, Matt. This one. This is a tough one. Maybe. Yeah, I know you're a Phoenix Suns fan, and you you enjoyed many a halftime show with the Suns Gorilla. Sure. And probably as a kid, you played some NBA Jam. There was a cheat code. So you could get the Suns Gorilla on your NBA Jam team. Now, I don't know if you recall, but I'll, I'll try and jog your memory that to get these secret characters, there mm-hmm. was, you know, P-Funk and, and right. uh, the Gorilla and bunch of other fun ones you had to put in initials so yeah. three letters and you had to press special buttons but do you know the three letters that you needed to put in to get the sun's gorilla on nba jam huh. phx g-o-r g-o-r i was thinking G-O-R. maybe like g-a g-r-a or something g-o-r that's good it was a hard-fought game that was. that was a tough question at the end there you came away with the win i think this is the first time i've ever won one of these quiz shows nice. i usually dominate them I, we got a diss of the week though too Ooh. before the show is over yo mama is so fat the diss of the week is actually connected to uh, the nba jam question because this week is the actual, or this year is the 25-year anniversary of NBA Jam. It came out in 1993, and I was reading an article about it. The Clippers yesterday played the Sacramento Kings and had NBA Jam Day, where Amazing. they were giving away shirts that had Blake and DeAndre, 
as their NBA Jam, you know, Clippers team. Yeah. But it was interesting because the creator of the game talked about how originally all the players were had all the same abilities in the game. The only difference was their size. Huh. And so he went, took the game, had people play it, and he was there just observing them. Right. And this guy was playing with the Utah Jazz, and he steals the ball from his from his the other guy, and he says, "Oh man, Stockton's going to steal that from you all day." You know, the creator of the game he didn't really know much about basketball, right. but he saw that and he's like, "Oh, okay, we got to go home and program all these players to be good at different things, better at some things than other people." Right. So the diss, Matt. They, he went home and made four meters for player attributes, speed, three-pointers, dunks, and defense. And then later, in the tournament edition, they added clutch. Right. Okay. Chris Webber, in the tournament edition, had a zero Ooh. in the clutch version of the game. <laughs> <laughs> also, also, the guy, uh, the creator of the game, he was a big Detroit Pistons fan. Yeah. And he hated the Chicago Bulls, obviously. It was the early 90s. So he programmed the game. So in late game situations between the Bulls and Pistons, the Bulls would miss shots more often. Yeah, that's so awesome. On the next episode of Brick House. Matt, listen to this. <laughs> we're going to change the all-star team format to oh, make wow. it more exciting. And we're going to pick, like we were team captains, like LeBron and Steph, we're going to pick our team in order regardless of conference. So it's going to get to see like who we value the most, who is the last one picked. Uh, we're going to do all of this, right? Uh, but we're not going to tell you about it. We're not going to tell you the order or anything interesting that came from it at all. But we're going to perform this exercise regardless. We just wanted you to know. <laughs> so we'll, we'll talk about that and, uh, and much more next time on BrickHouse. <laughs> Thank you.